Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Podcast. This is Camp Slash Horrorcast, Season 5, Episode 16, Battle Royale. If this is your first time checking out the podcast network, we appreciate it. Please head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just a reminder, Camp Slash Horrorcast is a weekly live videocast available on Twitch and YouTube. We go live every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv backslash wearepodcastnetwork and youtube.com backslash wearepodcastnetwork. As the Camp Slash Horrorcast is live, I will not be editing the audio for this podcast. So what you saw live is what you get here. Please come watch the stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And if you want to see the previous streams, go check out our Twitch or YouTube channel. And for a full list of future films we'll be watching, please head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. All links can be found in the description. And with that, on to the horror cast. Hey everybody, welcome to Camp Slash Warcast. We talk horror movies from the past every Monday at 8 p.m. Central. I am your head camp counselor, Duck. I'm here with other head camp counselors. There were no quotes for this movie online, so we're going to do quotes from the Blair Witch instead. We got Raph, <laughs> and he made one face in the corner. Ramirez, Raph, how are you, sir? Fantastic. Right on. Next, we got Crux. There are piles of rocks outside of our tent. Crawford, Rock, Crux, how are you? <laughs> Sorry, I ran out of breath. What would you, you say? I'm so oh, there you go. You say you're so scared. That's from Blair Witch. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And finally, we got Miles. Let's go. Let's go. Are you not scared enough, Francis? Miles, how are you, sir? The portal's open, my friend. I'm excited to be here. Oh, the portal has opened. Yes. All right, y'all. We watched Hell House LLC. Release date October 16th, 2015, with a na- national release on November 1st, 2016, almost a little over a year later. Running time 83 minutes. Uh, synopsis Five years after an unexplained malfunction causes the death of 15 tour goers and staff of the opening night of a Halloween haunted house tour, a documentary crew, hold on, I gotta let J Mac back in, a documentary crew travels back to the scene of the tragedy to find out what really happened. Let's watch a trailer. Everyone, J-Mac is here, too. J-Mac, uh, I'm so scared. Uh, uh, McClintock. Jay, welcome back. <laughs> All right. Hi. Trailer time. Jay, it would have been so epic if you came back on screen just staring into the corner of the back. I <laughs> 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 would have lost it. <laughs> All right. Screen two. All right. Y'all can see that? Yeah. Nice and loud. On October 8, 2019, the Halloween people in Stuff and Junk. Fifteen people died that night, including most of the staff. Sarah Havel, the only surviving member of the Hell House crew, agreed to be interviewed. Bag full poop. What is that? I was going to say bag of drugs. (laughs) I just want to hand these in. It's all my perks. I don't know if this trailer's really selling. So you have it. no idea what's on them. Hell House. I'm trying to remember if I ever saw a trailer for this movie or not. Honestly, I don't remember. I just remember finding it on Shutter like years ago. Yeah. I've never heard of this movie ever. What was that? I don't know. Wait, is that prior to like this, like watching it for this? Yeah. So let's oh, get into wild. it. Yeah. Let, right. Let's get into it because that. Yeah, it was first time for Raphael and uh, Ducky. Yeah, first oh, hell time yeah, watching dude. it. Um, I enjoyed the fuck out of this movie. That's all I'm gonna I'm say. I'm so glad, man. Um, 
great crux you said the same right yeah dude I, I love this movie i got super excited when miles recommended it but you so you've seen it before right seen it twice oh yeah before this you've seen it before twice? this yeah holy shit we, How- i watched it just like miles on shutter when my best friend sent it to me shortly after it came out uh and then me and my uh wife watched it and uh then a couple years later on halloween we watched it again or like you know in october we watched it again I forgot to hit record. God Honestly, God. the whole the whole trilogy for me has become like a staple. Recording watch. in progress. Like my wife and I watch this every year now at Halloween. I'm excited well. to see the sequels. Jay, have you seen this before? Nope. Okay, Miles, <laughs> what's your history with it, Miles? You said that you found it on accident. Uh, yeah, history is I have a Shutter account, dude, and I just like <laughs> came across it one day and and thought it sounded great. Uh, I have a history working in haunted attractions, which is super fun as a as a scare actor. So I do tend to find myself drawn towards any horror movie in that setting. I think that's a really fun fun idea to take something that like we as horror fans celebrate by like going and making essentially a carnival of horror, uh, and then that carnival of horror in a movie setting turns into an actual hell ground. Uh, I, I think it's a perfect way to kind of like take that fun sense that we we all love to you know give ourselves that sense of joy and, and happiness around the halloween season by indulging in these you know fun spooky things uh but by like kind of twisting that a little bit and being like hey you guys are letting your your guard down by uh you know invoking this essentially as like a pleasure center as opposed to something that could theoretically be absolutely terrifying yeah dude i like that you wax poetic about that i really like that yeah uh and the sequels, they're good, too? They get progressively worse, in my opinion, but they're very watchable. Very, very watchable. I've only seen there's, two. There's three currently made, and those are like in chronological order. Uh, the newest one that's actually coming out this year is a prequel going back to like study like the origins of the Abaddon Hotel. Yeah, I just read I just read about it when we were – because we watched this this week, I read that. That's crazy. There's a fourth one. Dang. Hmm. Dang, I think I need to watch the other two, at least. Uh, I'm interested. So, uh, all right, well, let's get talking about it. I enjoyed the fuck out of this. This was fun. I, I felt bad. This is definitely a movie David Jessup can't watch because the it was making me dizzy at certain points. Like, that, that, that's, that hand cam kind of drives me nuts sometimes. But it worked within this. It, it falls into the same trap that every handheld movie falls into, which is who's filming this and why. And they try to give answers to that throughout it, but like there's certain scenes where they're like filming the tech crew with looking at like the cameras. Like, who's filming that? Why would you film that? Yeah. You don't need so you gotta suspend a little bit of disbelief when it comes to these found footage movies. Well, but... not to mention the fact that like if anybody were actually in that position, if we if we were all the five of us were a documentary crew and we are laughing about going to this haunted place that supposedly got, you know, paranormal activity, and then a fucking clown statue started moving, like we'd drop that camera in a heartbeat and be the looking F at, out of there. Like at... bye camera. I don't yeah. need you or your footage. Yeah. See you later. And I do like at the end that he I believe Paul, who was actually Joey Johnson, uh, kills the, the main girl, Sarah, with uh, the camera. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, spoiler. Steve, they would have got rid of it earlier. We yeah. wouldn't have had that problem. Yeah. I will say the one thing in defense of like one thing happened and we'd all leave. 
you have to remember the whole scenario is like they got all their finances tied up in this, right? So this is like their business. This is their livelihood. They don't have anywhere else to go besides maybe going back to their parents' house. Like they got, it's all or nothing with putting on this production. So just saying. So they that, set that up well because they mentioned how they lost all their money at the previous yeah. uh, attempt at this, essentially. You're right. That's a good, a good cover. They have pretty high stakes, you know. Freaking greed will get you. Go ahead, Raph. What's up? So did I forget to mention that clowns freak me out? At first, the acting wasn't great, but then those scare jumps with the clown, it really got me. Like, especially when it started and you see the shadow in the corner of the room and they slow it down and it goes back. That's when the hairs on my arm started racing up a little bit. Yeah. But then the jump scare with the clown being right there up uh, the stairs uh, on top of the stairs before the basement. That's when I had to turn on the light because I was watching this whole by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> but uh, awesome. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, there, It does have its flaws. I think it could have been a lot better had, yeah, that camera angle been taken care of. And um, maybe if they had a little more backstory on the people. But again, it's really hard to do when you're doing a found footage film. But um, definitely what bothered me was not seeing 15 bodies or 15 ways that people died. Had they shown that because they did have security cameras that never came into play again. And that kind of bothered me. I wish that you would have seen on the security cameras, maybe one person being taken out, maybe another one decapitated or, mm. you know, or at least it, the it, aftermath of it, maybe, because they could have gone away with like the electronic disturbance effect, which they admittedly used a little bit too much. But uh, they could have gotten away with like maybe it's like it glitches out, and then like to Raph's point, suddenly it's like you just see a guy there without a head anymore. And it's like, whoa, yeah. what happened to that dude's head? Yeah, the violence wasn't super extreme, and I kind of like that because it stayed a little bit low key and more realistic in that sense. As much as I would love to see a gore fest and, and gushers and heads exploding. That's great. I love that it kind of stayed low key. Um, the acting, like Rap said, is not great in places. There's a lot of ums and there's a lot of lip licking. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just like, oh, all right, you guys are amateurs, but that's fine because you're making a movie. And it's for she don't you think that that's them trying to make it like it's real life because it's a found yeah, footage? Absolutely. That's like what people do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did you guys know that this whole movie was ad lib? What? Yeah, there wasn't a script. They ad libbed the whole movie. <laughs> It, it, you're not gonna be hard pressed to convince me of that. I was gonna say that's actually not too hard to believe. <laughs> really? I think yeah. you're pretty good for ad living, then. Damn. I, it was decent. So there was no writing at all. I have I to assume so. there was at least some structure. There's gotta there. be like a there, structure. There's yeah. gotta be at least a, a yeah. template or like a roadmap, and then they so. can fill in 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 the gaps. I don't know. I, mean, I like that even more because it makes me feel like we could go make a movie and just ad lib the whole fucking. We thing. can. I was gonna say yeah, regardless of the script or whatever. The thing that I think is so funny that I actually forgot about that I I remembered once I saw it was like when the guys like it was like remember when we had that one haunted house in Queens where the guy was like, "Hey, welcome to Lucifer's Lair." <laughs> <laughs> that show was so funny, dude. That was great. I like what Rap was also saying about like the ghost hunters effect of like still framing certain things, like re-showing you stuff, like creepy moments, because it is supposed to be a documentary. And like once again, this falls into the Blair Witch trap. Would you ever be able to actually release this kind of footage? 
No, it's not going to happen. The closest you would ever get is Faces of Death, which we should totally watch someday. Um, but the violence isn't too extreme. I liked it. I love the idea of they never say what it was that they knew, but they couldn't tell the other people. What was it about? Do they explore that more in the second and third movie or what? What? I believe Alex knew that the guy had hung himself and he was keeping that information from everybody else. Okay. He knew the shit had happened. And you kind of see that when uh, that other girl, what's her name? Uh, they all Melissa. look the same. I couldn't tell them before. <laughs> when really Melissa, couldn't. the hot one, comes in and uh, she tries... like they were all equally hot. They were all equally hot. <laughs> <laughs> she tells Paul when Paul's hitting on her and they're on the couch. Uh, Joe and Johnson. Alex is. Thank you. And Alex. He's like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> but I yeah, mean, that's what he's trying to deny. I mean, honestly, I can't believe they ad-libbed the whole thing. I'm so shocked about that. Um, you know, like they they do perfect ramp up where they do like a little scare and then they do the piano scare, which I absolutely loved. You know, I love the callback to him playing the piano with Hector and saying, yeah. We're going to play this, and then they call back to that. That was super cool. Uh the girl in the room and him hiding under the blankets. Come on. Like I had to post stamp the video to watch it. Cause I was so freaked out at that point. I was watching. That's a great scene. Dude. I was, that was the scariest scene to me. That was the scariest scene, especially cause he looks twice and then she's right there on him, and then fucking paw disappears. Yeah. Well, and I, for as low effect and low budget as they had, we already talked about it a little bit, but that the way they use that clown mannequin, which, well, they, it was really a guy in a clown suit. But you, you know what I mean? The way that they, like, used that, they I set it up that. early. It's like, oh, man, this thing's kind of worthless. Its neck doesn't even move. And then they just like, well, we can set it over here, and it'll just, like, you know, sit there. And then that makes it so perfect when you get that first sequence where it's like the guy blocks the frame for a moment, then he comes back, and the clown's just staring at him. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, if anything, the only thing the sequels do better is they continue to build with that clown, and there are ah. some amazing scares uh, with that clown in the sequels as well. That's badass. You got to uh, refresh my memory on the second one. Go ahead, Gizzard. Oh, I was going to say, I want to point out, Jay's not talking much. I have a feeling he didn't care much he, for this he movie. Yeah, he, he doesn't like I don't he think he liked it. this movie. So, so where you at on it, Jay? Not by... um. Not by a lot, but to me, it was a little bit of a miss. Little yeah. bit of a miss. Why is that? Why is that? There's a few things. Um, yeah, the no script thing was painfully obvious. Uh, beyond that, um, <laughs> yeah, he fact, does hate improv. If you didn't know, he, he very much hates improv. Uh, here's the thing. Well, for one thing, the title doesn't work for me at all. It's not a hell house at all. And but about two or three years before this movie came out, there was a documentary about actual hell houses and the one in yeah. the, the original hell house is actually in duncanville that's the home of the original hell house it's based out of a church so i mean that alone kind of like kind of made me like oh it's not a hell house it's, is that the uh, one where it, you go through it and at the end they're like now come to christ come to christ yeah, that's, that's, it's, but it's, that's a but that's a phenomenal that is an absolutely phenomenal like like idea for a horror movie because of all the ways you could go with it and i was like i was that i, I think i was expecting that and you wrote a better movie in your head, is what happened. Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> but, um, but like beyond that, uh, I think there's parts of this movie that were really good, but then they just they made sure to fuck those away really quick. Like <laughs> I love, I really like the documentary spots where they're actually doing the interviews with people. That's when I thought the that's when I thought it was really believable. It kind of felt a little bit more akin to like the fourth kind because this is definitely not a completely found footage movie. It's more of like a found footage slash documentary movie. So you get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. 
And obviously at the end, they bring it all back together. Like it's, you know, a thing. And I think, I think another thing I, I, I loved like some of the scenes out in the fields. I love those quiet, those quiet moments when they're like, when they're like sitting out in the fields and they're talking and when they're looking and the girls, like just like looking at the statue, I thought she was by far the most interesting character. And I just felt like they could have gone a lot further with her, but it felt like it was a little too male driven as far as plot goes. I feel like the girls were more, more or less set pieces. I don't feel like they really, they really got to flesh them out. And I thought that there's just a lot of missed opportunities. Like I loved, I loved where they were going in a lot of places. They just, they never seemed to quite deliver for me. Um, And I, and again, I really wanted to like it and I'm definitely gonna check out the sequels. It was just a, it was just a very, a very slight miss for me. Um, Yeah. And on top of that, the, the, they didn't really show any like real gore. And I, I understand they, they couldn't too much, but they could have had at least one like mega payoff. I thought, I thought and, he was going to smash her head at the end, the way she was. That's, that was, that was, was going and I was like, that would have been a perfect opportunity. If they did, if they'd have smashed your head, like I would have, you probably would have seen a completely different side of me. I'm like, here we go. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it, just, yeah, yeah. I, they should have called this blue balls, the movie, because I got, a lot of, <laughs> I, got, I got worked up a lot. I really did. It, it would, that's the thing is it took me places and it got me excited and it just kind of disappointed me a few times. And that's, that, that's, that, that's really where, where I kind of fall on it. And then uh, later on, I'll, I'll explain uh, another slight beef that I have with this movie, but we won't talk about that right now. We'll talk about that. To add to Jay's point, there were no boobies. <laughs> like, God damn, just show me no hitters. Oh, you guys didn't no watch hitters. the director's cut? It's an extra hour and 45 <laughs> oh, minutes man, long, and there's no additional plot. <laughs> yeah. the, hitter, the hitter's cut, yeah. Uh, building on, uh, on what Jay said, too, I think some of that, uh, like the blue ball effect, uh, I think that really does go back into the improv aspect of that because like going into like comedy, I feel like that's often what you'll see in like amateur improv comedy is like they have the good fundamentals and they have good ideas and they start to build towards funny concepts on stage uh, and they just don't always hit versus like a sketch show where you have people who are like, oh, that's a great idea and we could actually give it three better beats uh, and it feels a little bit more fleshed out, almost like maybe if they would have let them improvise and then like, hey, we found something there. Now let's write that as a scene uh, versus, uh, yeah, I guess that was pretty decent. Let's move on to the next shot. I think the horror edging, and that's what I'm going to call it, uh, really <laughs> worked for me. Ducky's new favorite genre. I <laughs> yeah, think. horror edging. It worked for me. But yeah, it definitely blue balls you a little bit. But I liked it. I love the basement. I love that you find in your head, you can kind of put the layout of the, the haunted house in your head. Like you kind of know where things are by the end of it. And that basement, every time they were going towards it, you're like, oh, something good's going to happen. Like you get real, once again, horror edging. You get real excited. And then sometimes something happens that's exciting. Sometimes it's just the heads move, which I thought was cool too. But at the end, whenever the demonic creatures from ghosts show up, you know, the band Ghosts that sing Square Hammer, like yeah. those things show up. I was like, fuck yeah. I was so happy. I'll give you a good example of, 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 of where I thought they really had a really good chance to do something. Like they accidentally stumbled onto something wonderful and they did nothing with it. Uh, when they found the guy who was going to play the, the, big, the big clown, and mm-hmm. and they're like, "Where'd you find this guy? I found him at the gas station. What, was he was he working there? Was he hanging out?" And he's, he's like, "I don't really know." I'm like, "Oh, there's there could be something to that. Like that that was like, oh, what's what's going on with that? Is that is that guy gonna play like a, a different role later on? Nope. He just ran away. <laughs> 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 yep. 
I thought the, the same thing. That's He's the, the killer trope, though. That's the gas station trope playing into it. You know, there's always or, a gas station. That's the edging. Yeah, lots of edging. Edge I house. I will say where a lot of the acting and writing does fall short, I think it makes up for it for me in the atmosphere and the setting of this movie, because yeah. they do such a good job of like, even though it's essentially like a haunted maze, you kind of get familiar with the layout throughout the course of the movie and you can feel it get more tense the closer you get to either the basement or to room 2C. And like, it's almost like you have that, like that middle ground where it's almost like the neutral zone. And then like the more they have to venture for whatever reason, if they have to go up into the attic or if they have to go down in the basement, uh, it really intensifies a lot. And I like how the camera kind of jitters whenever the demonic things are about to happen. I was down with that. Uh, the flickering with the three freaks in the room. And then there's the fourth one that got me. That made me really nervous. All of it made me really nervous. And that that works. I didn't think there was any music at first. But then when I clipped it, there are a lot of horror stings in it. It's very much like Ghost Hunters where they go, shrink, you know, before something <laughs> scary happens. That was a terrible noise, by the way. I think um, we should replace that all with like slide whistles. I will, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Raph can watch it with the lights off. Oh man, no. I should have done that. Uh, I, the best part of the movie, though, the hands down number one best part of the movie was the Pac Man shirt. Holy <laughs> shit. Pac Man shirt on a hot girl? I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, that, that was badass. Uh, well, I mean, what about the. Do they go further? In, go ahead, Raph. So uh, to talk again on Jay's point, uh, he said it was a male-driven movie. But um, at the beginning, I thought that uh, Andrew and Alex were a gay couple when they, I did they're too. arguing, right? Yeah, I so was like, the that fact, makes sense. So yeah, the fact any 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 group of a couple of guys that have known each other for longer than six years, everyone thinks they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> everyone thought Ted and I were gay. Everyone thought Will and I were gay. Everyone thinks Duck and I are gay. The way we well, talk out public, I guess. That's just the way it is. We're gay. So uh, the fact that Sarah ended up being the love interest uh, kind of threw me off. But then Sarah did have a lot of a lot to do in the film because when they're in the house, they first walk in there. There's a picture that looks like her on a broken plate, but also there's a po portrait in the kitchen that looks like a young Sarah. And then that you have her being haunted when she's uh, staring at the wall. And then she's speaking backwards. She actually says, uh, when I got to the front door, the police was uh, arriving. I was just happy to be alive. They didn't ask me any questions. Uh, she says that backwards. And that's the last thing she tells the 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 Diane, the, the interviewer. So she, it was like a premonition. But again, I felt like she did. Does she come out in the other films? Does, does she? I mean, uh, I Miles, uh, Miles, she, I don't remember, man. Film? I can't remember number two. I Does know Sarah come out so, in the second film? Um, yes, she is. She's definitely at least featured or referenced. I'm trying to. I, I did actually just watch them this weekend, but uh, in the second movie, and actually to let Jay know, he'll probably like the second one more than the first one based on his review because the second one is all featured around like a daytime investigation talk show. So like that's kind of right. like the main setting. It's like a Talking Heads panel. And they're they're like researching all these other people who have gone to like investigate what happened at Hell House LLC and it always goes bad or whatever. But uh, um, they do they definitely they bring up the character of Sarah again. I don't remember uh, what her 
her final I, I don't remember if she ends up missing or confirmed dead or what but Damn, I, I wonder if in the prequel that. she's going to be like the main. Uh, I wonder if they're going to tell her story because, again, the pictures do look like her. She is haunted. So that would be oh, interesting if they did tie that around and connect it. Like if she was like mysteriously connected to the, the hotel the whole time. Like the young girl that went missing. Mm -hmm. So the second one's not found footage the whole time. It's an actual movie. There is, it, there yeah, is found footage. Uh, go ahead, Crook. Sorry. Yeah, no, he, I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah, I was, you're you're refreshing my memory now. Yeah, it's like they're diving deeper into it from like a journalism perspective. That's the whole idea. All right, There's, cool. And it's also been like five years, like in, in the movie, they've like set, time jumped a little bit. So the sequel takes place a little while after the, the events of the first film. So it's set in modern times. So you've got a lot of kids who try to go and like take YouTube videos and did urban exploring and like all of this extra footage that has essentially like come come through that they're able to examine along with the footage from the first film. That's badass. That that was one thing I liked was the fact that it said it was a YouTube video. I thought that was kind of timely. That kind of made sense that like that you could put that up. And then they did at the end of the documentary have like a bunch of shots from nowhere. I was just like, okay, now you guys are just cheating. But it was <laughs> got real artsy all the yeah, time. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> um, I, I I like like there was camera in the basement all of a sudden, and then like they never mentioned that before. Like, oh man, you're you're right. This is Blue Balls the movie. <laughs> One thing that I didn't I like notice. Edge House LLC a lot. That was that was on the news. <laughs> Edge One thing that I that I I guess obviously I saw it the first couple of times I saw the movie, but I guess it just didn't register until this time. It is so messed up that they have that chick, the actress, and she's like all tied up and you know, they make her like she's like tied up in, in the basement and stuff. And she's Melissa in that role, yeah. And then, yeah, well, the fact that they yeah. actually chain her and it's on the clown that they found at the gas station to keep her safe. <laughs> yeah, well, not That's even gotta that. be an OSHA like, hazard. It, I, one thing I didn't notice last time was that they she goes like, "Are you sure everything's okay? Everything seems kind of weird." And they're like, "Yeah, everything's fine." And they know it's not. Yeah. It was just like, dude, you guys are so fucked up. I just didn't that didn't register with me till this time. And they do do that scene where they cut her shirt off, and I totally didn't clip yeah. that. I promise. Uh, <laughs> Flip um, the bra at the same time. Oh Oops, my god! My bad. Instant hitters. Boom. Done. <laughs> so did you They're see Protestant uh, ghosts when she was <laughs> being uh, when she was being overtaken by the 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 warlocks or those guys? Um, did it look like the ground was opening? Like, did she get dragged to hell? I'll say they explore that for sure more in the sequels. Okay, because it felt like she like the ground was opening in the basement, so I feel like she probably had the worst of it. Like they yeah. took her to hell and did their way with her or something. Oh my dear she, Lord. she didn't deserve to die. Uh what do you got on your list, Raph? So uh the second scariest thing other than the girl in the bedroom was when the three mannequins turn when they're down there looking for Paul. And they both, they're all three of them, and he fucking did it really fast. Bro, I jumped up. I was like, fuck this. I had to turn on all the lights then. <laughs> but uh, we've talked about most of it, other than uh, Paul's kind of shitty recording. I did not like the ending where Diane and the guy go into the house. If it's a documentary, how did their footage get onto the documentary? makes no sense once again you, know, you have to you have to let that go like but i did like goes. the twist with sarah saying 2c and then they walk up to the bedrooms and that room's 2c i did not like the lock on the top because they never showed that throughout the movie um 
them walking in there and then finding her kind of fucked up. That was uh, that was okay. <clears throat> uh, I think they but did then... show the two C at the beginning when they show the ass shot, and and I think whenever Paul goes in the room and they clip like, that right. No, I that was <laughs> that was a good that was a good shot. Did anybody did anybody pick up on the line, which in hindsight is so obvious, but like one of the very first lines of this movie is they're interviewing Sarah and they ask her how she's doing. And she's like, well, I'm in a much better place now. And you just kind of assume that it's uh, she's talking about her mental health. But like, it's obviously she's talking about like being dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. actually. But on the note of the, the being a male driven movie, though, I do also think it's kind of funny, like it, it didn't. Even in the short amount of time since that original one came out, it didn't really age well that the one guy is just like, it's okay for him to be like the pervy guy with the camera being like, yeah, I was fucking looking at your ass. <laughs> at this now. thing has a great zoom function. <laughs> and then everybody's just like, oh, that's him, you know. That guy. It's like, it's like yeah. Stifler. Stifler was the camera guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. rate Paul. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but. I, yeah, 2016 anyhow. was a different time. Crux. It was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> so different. Uh, anything else about the movie you guys want to talk about? Just upset that they didn't use more of the security footage. Because yeah. when they put that up, I was really hoping, oh, shit, now they're going to catch Ghost or, you know, catch Hector doing something. And that upset me. I was like, fuck. Yeah, uh, there's a different version of this movie, just like we talked about Battle Royale uh, the other week, where it, the violence is even heightened even more. And, like, you see blood gushing everywhere. But, like, for this, I think it worked just having it be so, so violent. It, I, it's got its rated R more for the F word being said every two seconds. Uh, and that's because of the nervousness of the actors improvising. Because yeah. that's another thing you'll see in, in amateur improv. There's a lot of ums and a lot of fucks because they're, like, yeah. filling time or whatever. Yeah, yeah I really I really didn't think it was improvised, man. I, I'm shocked. Like, I, I really enjoyed this. Well, let's go to do we recognize I gotta, it. Right, sorry, go I got a little bit uh, nerdy about the uh, actual location of where this was shot, and it's actually shot in the Wardolf, I'm sorry, Waldorf Estate of Fear, which is a real haunted like attraction mm. that runs during Halloween. Uh, it's in Lahighton, Pennsylvania, actually not that far from where our buddy uh, Dan Danzi recently moved. I, oh, I looked it up. So, uh, but yeah, it's an actual. It's still an operational haunted attraction. It opens up every year. It's obviously grown in popularity because it's also now a movie location uh, shoot. So you know, it's uh, it's done very well. But it, it gets very high reviews and on Google and whatnot. And it looks like it's actually a pretty cool spot. And just based on the atmosphere of the movie. Uh, it seems like it would be a fantastic location for a walkthrough haunted house. Oh, yeah. and I actually did even a little bit deeper research than Miles, and I found out there actually is a pervy guy that works there. That works <laughs> <inside of him. laughs> he, he got hired really from the gas was. station down the street. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> All right, Raph, do you recommend it? I yeah, I do recommend it. It was fun. It it it, it gets you, especially if you don't like clowns. <laughs> um yeah it was decent you can go ahead and watch it other than the acting uh it, it it kept me on the edge of my seat it really did yeah it's fun crux do you recommend it hell yeah dude i mean i'll tell you as a side note man it's a guilty pleasure and an admission of mine i love found footage movies and i understand a lot of horror fans out there and horror nerds out there that found footage is basically the nickelback of the horror <laughs> <laughs> it's totally popular it makes a lot of money it doesn't have a lot of substance to it and it's often dude, canadian dude you know? the cover poster you know, for it, this is a photograph that's so perfect <laughs> look at this photograph yeah exactly but I, look i love i love found footage because i accept it for what it 
it is because you have to you have to suspend a lot of belief mm. you got to accept a lot of flaws in order for it to work and so i just i accept them for what they are you know what i mean so that's why i kind of have like a different bracket of standards when it comes to found footage so i can tolerate it just because i do like some of the scares and i do like some of the aspects personally i think it's found footage movies go in my opinion i think this one especially catered to horror as opposed to being like a thriller it, this one is really, I think, unique, you know, in the way that they did it for a found footage movie. So I absolutely recommend it. I've seen it, like I said, twice before this viewing. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Jay, do you recommend this piece of shit? No, no, no. I don't I don't think it's a piece of shit. I never said it was a piece of shit. I just felt like, again, that it just kind of missed some places. I, I, I guess I can recommend it. There are definitely movies that are in the found footage genre that I think uh, could definitely eat its lunch and i'll talk about that when we get to recommendations as far as other movies but you know if especially if 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 you're into if you're into a haunted house found footage and you're in that very unique shtick you uh you'll enjoy this for sure you'll definitely enjoy it well miles is into that so miles do you recommend it for the reasons jay just said i 100 recommend it I, <laughs> I love both of those genres i like crux i love found footage I have a soft spot in my heart for uh, haunted movie or horror movies set in haunted attractions. Uh, this weirdly checks both of those boxes. Uh, and I find it also, it's, I mean, just at like right at an hour and a half, it's a very easy to put down and watch. Uh, uh, has some really good jump scare moments that are intense uh, and has enough lore when you get into the sequels. Uh, that, you know, hey, they've demanded four movies at this point, and the, it seems like the popularity of them, uh, the amount of people that, like, know about these movies just grows and grows and grows every year. Yeah, I I thought it was awesome. I definitely recommend it. I had so much fun watching it, because not only was it scary to me, but it was fun. And that, those two things together, it felt like a real haunted house. Like, I enjoyed this movie through and through. I think it'd be better if you had a cuddle buddy with you watching it. I think it's one of those movies, like you all said, you watch it with your wives and probably, you know, like that's the way to watch that. You know what I mean? But I watched it in a postage stamp size screen on my computer because I was oh, legit yeah, freaked right out view. going like this. Like, what is going to happen next? Cover my, my face up. So highly recommend it. I think it was great. Uh, totally worth your time. Go check it out. Hey, everyone. It's just Duck jumping in here real quick to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. If you're enjoying it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just so you know, the next section of the podcast will be clips from the movie, so you can find replays of the live video stream at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. Once again, all links can be found in the description. Description. Come check out our live stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And for a full list of future films, check out our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. And with that, back to the horror cast. With that said, let's get to some clips of this bad boy. Share that screen, baby. Oh no, what happened? Everyone can see my messy desktop. Holy crap. That's organized. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> All right. Ready for the clips? In best shot. Opinion, what happened that night? Oh, they're all going to the say Ad best shot. God damn it. All right. Uh, best shot. Abaddon Hotel. I can't see anything. I can't, I'm just seeing gray screen for what it's worth. All right. Let's fix it. Hold on. We don't have to see the, the clips. I don't want to get scared again. You better get scared. Can you see it now? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All that right. looks better. Every one of these is going to say best shot. So, uh, in beginning. Your opinion, I don't know. 
What happened that night at the Abaddon Hotel? I hate how she tries to pull that like she's going to open it. Like, just a I think bit. I think me and this guy share the exact same face. When I, was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I thought that was just Jay if he took the hat off. <laughs> Good be. Good be. Payday. These are people who were paying for the uh, scare experience in a controlled environment. And in the end, what they got was total chaos. Oh, that could be me if I tried a little harder on this mustache. Are we are we fan casting ourselves? Cousin. Yeah, dude. Jay, you can be the one guy, I'll be the other guy. Bar we can remake this movie better, folks. We can do this. Bartender. What do you want? Oh, yeah, great. A fucking video camera. I thought that was pretty great. Sarah! <laughs> Would you please state your name and age for the camera? I'm Sarah Hobble, uh, 30 years old. And you were a member of Hell. All right, did anyone else get confused by which girl was which girl in this movie? Was no, I, I did not, Duck. I won't lie. You said that, and I, I did not I have Yeah, no, it's just like they just cast a bunch of girls that probably are big fans of Maroon 5. That's it. Was a- <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, in hotness, it was Melissa, Diane, and then Sarah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> by the way, real quick, before you continue, hold on. Now that we're at this freeze frame, real quick, like. Well, I wonder if this interviewer went like, don't you think 30 years old is a little too old to be fucking around? Borderline homeless, like with your boyfriend building a fucking haunted house. Like you said 22, maybe, but yeah. you're right. Wow. So, and maybe the drugs wait, were wait, involved. You say that they as a comedian, sense. like this is an industry full of people that are doing that same shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think you're I think you're I think you're hitting some nerves around here, <laughs> I want to be in a haunted house. Also, I wanted to say shout out to Hammer Bros. Jay down there. What what is that mallet for? Oh, it's a, it's a rubber mallet. I'm just he's about to bring the oh, hammer yeah. down with his opinions yeah. on this. Movie. No, I'm just I'm just I'm just fidgeting. I'm a I'm a fidget guy. That's, that's what I do. Give him a fidget spinner. It's called ADHD, uh, man. In 2002, yeah. correct? Yeah. Basement. All right, cool. All yeah. Bibles. That's so fucked up. Guys, this is kind of unsettling, right? It's fine. Come on, it's it's a hotel. Yeah. Okay. There's, Bibles in every room. And there's dildos To, cru- to yeah. Crux's point, she's actually having the realization that she's in her she's 30s. Like, Jesus. All her money on the line right now. <laughs> I need to go back to community college. <laughs> she's having her... Uh... My parents said I should have gone to law school. They were right. <laughs> she's, she's channeling her uh, Shannon Doherty from Mallrats right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've got nothing better to do, but fuck you. <laughs> like, why yeah, am I totally. dating this loser? Him down here. If you look at that wall, it's just... He's made of bricks. In the, He's the, the back of a Volkswagen? <laughs> He's the puss slayer. It's like the puss slayer or something. They what? That's the last thing you've ever been. Come on, puss slayer. Holy shit. Most days out of the week. Wait, are you sure this is a male-driven movie? <laughs> 100%. They should have called it puss slayer the movie. Moving yeah. prop. Yeah, well, Alex didn't want to spend any money on moving props this year, so we're stuck with... This one right here. Good thing that we're geniuses, so when we're done with her, she'll be creepy as shit. Does it hang sweetheart? Creepy. The whole thing is always the whole shebang. He's doing the Burt Reynolds right there. Sarah? Okay, I see the Joey Johnson in him now. Hung himself. Uh, the owner was supposed to have hung him. There's the, the one that you think is the hottest, right, Raph? 
Is that Melissa? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they all look the same, so you couldn't tell. Oh, where did that He's shit the one, happen? She's no, the one that knows all like... the history of the hotel, right? Yes. This, because it didn't and happen. You got it's a rumor. You got Mark Norman over here. No. Is this something that's just the knowledge? Hey, Fanny, let's try to build a haunted house story. Hey, I didn't want to die. I didn't want to die, but I did. Hey, that's a comedy. Hellhouse, LLC. Oh, shit. Panic rituals? Please don't bring this. I wouldn't know why. Poop in that eye. I mean, popping. This oh. is real, dude. This guy actually just is this like a stupid human trick that he found out he can do to himself. Yeah. Thank God they they, they showed it. Like, dude, the, it writes itself. He's gonna get his eyeball ripped out by these clowns. Like, literally, like they handed it to you on a silver platter. Like, nope, I'm running. Nope. Uh, so I'm they, running. They did miss that one. They say he hung himself later on, which was stupid. They should have killed him immediately. Does he come back in the sequels? Oh, he's great. dead. Yeah, they hung himself, bro. Gerald, 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 what are you doing? This with actually her? made this made me like all of them when they. This was, that was pretty marketing. funny. They were good marketers. Yeah, Gerald. Pac-Man shirt. What is this? Don't convert your... I thought you were at work. How many freaks? How many freaks did we have? That's when I started getting scared. Me too. And I don't like strobing lights at all. Man, well, I was trying to focus. Here you go, Rap. Boy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, look, I just got goosebumps. I'm out. <laughs> That's Under the, the blanket. Oof. <sighs> nah, that was that one got me right here. <sighs> would you guys? All right. Would you hide it on the blanket, or would you get up and punch it in the face? I would have ran out of that fucking room. Yeah. Just gone. No, don't hide. Why are you gonna hide? It's not. It's not going anywhere. It you lives protect, there. Everyone knows the rules of the blanket. Yeah, like, dude. Guys can't penetrate yeah. a blanket. It's That's when you're a kid. That's, That's the... why he's thirty years old and still putting on hot and polyester blanket as power. Cotton and polyester. Maybe. Oh shit! That scared the fuck out of me. Bro, that's so bad. Oh, can you pause it real quick? They do abuse that effect a little bit too much, in my opinion. The ring effect. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's definitely the ring effect. Or like uh, VHS, they did a lot of VHS. Yeah, yeah. So to have you got this reminds me of the robot chicken episode where the guy gets under the covers, the kid does, and the monsters start beating it with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> loud! Oh, this is gonna be loud. Everyone, take their earphones off. That was too loud. Yeah, I didn't want to kill everyone's Fuck. ears. All right, got it. Stupid something. Oh, there it goes. Hello! Bro! Secret. I could have done without seeing any of those again. Secret. Listen to what I have to say, and then you can take off if you want. But you need to listen to this. You have to hear this. What? This is the best shot of the movie, hands down. Simple shot, best yeah. shot. Absolutely. Acting! Thank y'all! That clown guy that was running against traffic. He shot right past us as we neared the basement. I remember thinking, if this is a part of the show, then it's pretty lame, but... Of course, it wasn't. Ducks, ducks are perp for clipping. What those. was her name, Raph? I, I, yeah. I, I don't, I forgot. I forgot yeah. her name. Don't, everyone avert your eyes. Wrong. We open the doors at eight. All right, what are we just gonna do? 
Anyone else feeling awkward right now? <laughs> no. This is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. It's so crazy, man. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Can we just... All right, so who's filming the camera? Turn on the baseball. What's going on down there? This is the one where I'm like, okay. It's the head camera. No, it's not, dude. They're, what is it? Like, they're just filming it. Like, that's the head camera before it, right? But, like, did they just set up a camera to watch the cameras? Like, that's. Oh, got you. I got you. Who watches the watchman? You're right. Son of a bitch. Scary, scary. Love it. Get out of there. Get out of there, clown. I didn't know Slipknot was in this movie. Spit. Scary face. There it is. Rah, Skeletor. Insidious. Oh no. Or wait, Sinister. Sinister. Sinister, yeah. Paul the Killer. Is it the camera he's killing her with? Yeah, he's punching her in the face with it. Okay. That's what I thought. If he would have just stomped her head right there, that would have been unbelievably cool. The end. Sarah. Hello. Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, fuck. oh my god. 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 Pretty good. That's a Darth Vader cameo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's Hell Hells LLC. Definitely enjoyed the hell of it. Thank you, Miles. Uh, yeah, let's do recommendations. First one's going to be, come on. You already know what it's going to be. It's going to be uh, Cloverfield. I love Cloverfield. I saw it in theaters and got a hand job and came when the end it happened. So it was, really <laughs> oh, nice. uh, it was awesome. I told the story many times, but like, as I movie, love it. I, too. I, I hope you got a handheld uh, hand job from the hand cam operator. I did. Movie. I got it from TJ really Miller. TJ Miller came and jerked me off. Hey man, I'm just helping you out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was as the movie climax. So did I. It was great. Uh, all right. My second choice is going to be Chronicle. Yeah, I threw it in there. Oh, good choice. Chronicle is awesome and fun. And uh, the the filmmaker had so much potential. And sadly, he made Fantastic Four Stick or whatever it's called. So He made my absolutely it. favorite YouTube video ever, which yeah? is uh, Wrestling Isn't Wrestling. It's oh, uh, Ma Max it's Landis did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wrote this. He, he wrote this. Yeah, but the director, I can't. Oh, it name. wasn't the director. He right. He didn't direct that. He wrote yeah. it. You're right. My yeah. bad. But uh, definitely a great movie. Check it out if you have a chance. And I'm gonna let you guys do other recommendations. So who wants to go next? I'll go. Go, Crux. What you got? All right. My recommendation is if you're into, if you want to see another found footage movie that's not in like the haunted house genre, but that has some some decent funny writing in it just like this one had a couple good little jokes um whether they were written down or not you watch mm -hmm. quarantine watch quarantine because it's another found footage movie and then there's that scene where the two firefighters are arguing about the news reporter be like i guarantee you i'm gonna be banging her by morning and then like <laughs> she, she they, they don't know she can hear everything they're saying oh, nice. and then he, like so finds are you saying out that right all, away. all found footage is male driven is that what i mean <laughs> <laughs> 
So is that the remake of Wreck or Record or whatever the... the yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've always wanted to see that. But it's got the sister from Dexter in it, right? Yep. Yeah, okay, she's I, the I, reporter. I want to check that movie out. Uh, who's next? So uh, Jay mentioned it already, but my favorite movie is The Fourth Kind. Mm. Uh, I, I really can't like do it, they, dude. I can't do so Aliens. Good, I can't, I've freaky. watched it. Yeah, I've watched it. and it, Dude. Aliens is it worse now that the government's confirmed they're real? Yes. Uh, I try to ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really crazy because they show what's supposed to be footage of the actual uh, uh, psychologist. And then, uh, <clears throat> what's her name? The girl from Resident Evil? Uh, Mila, Mila Yeah. Yeah. They show them side by side. So you really do get immersed in it, thinking that that was the actual, or at least I did till I found out later that it wasn't the actual psychologist. But that movie will scare you, man. And they don't, and they never show the aliens. It's just, it, it's a great movie. Watch the fourth kind if you like scary movies. Very nice, Miles or Jay. Who's next? I've got a couple I can do. Uh, one from the found footage genre. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. It's set in an asylum. Uh, it's Grave Encounters. You it's mine, you son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you son uh, of a it, bitch. I'll, you know what? I'll let Jay talk more about that one. It's a, it's a fantastic Sounds movie. Good. But uh, the other one I'll recommend, it goes the other side of this, is uh, another horror film set in a haunted attraction, uh, 2019's Haunt. Uh, that one is really cool to me just because uh, it, it isn't supernatural in any way. It is literally just that, that fear that when you go out a lot of these haunted houses that we all go to are like out in the middle of nowhere like i'm thinking of places like uh, moxley manor around here that you drive 45 minutes into the country uh and you're basically paying to go into a room full of strangers that you're trusting to entertain you uh but this movie basically just kind of plays with the idea of psychopaths decided to take over and use that to their advantage to uh, actually really disturbingly uh, toy with humans in, in a very, very interesting setting. Very cool. Jay, what you got? Well, uh, to to <laughs> go further into Grave Encounters, I first saw that movie with Jeremy Thrash. He's out of the club, and that movie really, that movie haunted me because that's a really good uh, imitation of Ghost Hunters because it's corny and it's admittedly corny, like, but it's corny on purpose, if that makes any sense. Like, they are a film crew that's actually, you know, trying to be like, you know, like, that's why they're like, Grave Encounters. But then it, as it progresses, it becomes a genuinely terrifying. To me, I, I think Grave Encounters might be my favorite found footage movie of all time. But that's not even really the one I really want to talk about. I want to talk about the movie that predates this one in particular by about a year. And that would be The Houses That October Built. That's another, oh. that's a real, I, I, I got a, I got a lot of love for that movie. I think it's better than this one, but uh, beyond that, I am a little biased because uh, it was made by people. I literally went to high school, elementary oh, really? school and middle school with. Oh, nice. uh, if you, if, if any of y'all ever seen the house is October built. Yes. I actually confused this kind of with this movie. So that, that makes total sense. So the characters, Mikey and Brandy, uh, Mike, Mikey Rowe was actually, uh, he, he was, I, I was on the wrestling team with him. He was obviously oh, a, cool. much better. And then Brandy Schaefer, yeah, she was, uh, she was also like, she was like on drill team or something like that, but I actually really enjoyed the movie too. So it's always like seeing like people that I, you know, grew up with when they, when they go into the creative cool. sphere, 
and it's and I, I really enjoyed it and it had a sequel as well i just thought it was a little a little bit well done but i'll definitely i'll definitely check out the sequels the hell house Maybe maybe if I was on a different plane of existence, I would uh. Oh, dude, it was so scary, man. Uh, yeah, I thought that they they made the house that Jack built. That's why I was always confused. That's why I thought they made that. Uh, your friends uh, or the people that you knew. So yeah, yeah. Uh, very cool. All right, well, it's time where they can find y'all on the internet. Let's start with Raph. Where can they find you, sir? At Little House on the Parody on YouTube and Instagram. It still cracks me up. Crux, where can they find you? You can find me at Crux Crawford. That's at C-R-U-X Crawford everywhere mm-hmm. on social media. I have a podcast called Crux Yeah. Crux Yeah. Crux yeah. Weekly on YouTube as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we just put out the Act Out episode talking to Crux on the improvtx.podbean.com where you can check that out or check it out on the YouTube channel where you can watch the video. And uh, it was an awesome interview. Thank you so much for doing it. I really appreciate it. Had a blast. Had a blast editing it too, just listening back. Crux gives so much good content and information on how to be a comedian and what you need to do to get there. So go listen to that. Miles, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me everywhere at Mr. Most Days Off. And if you're in the DFW area, I'm very excited. I'll be featuring for Angela Owen at the Comedy Arena this coming weekend. So Friday and Saturday night, come out and see some live comedy. Very I'll nice. see you there. Hell yeah. Very dude. nice. Jay, you bringing back Ego Phoenix for Halloween? Yeah, I'm going to do it like I did last year. I'm going to do it in a much more uh, subtle vein because uh, this October – uh i will be i'll be i'm going on two different vacations one i'm going down to san antonio so i'm gonna go hit up fiesta texas uh for fright fest and just i i love the i love the way they do like haunts in san antonio uh due to the it's you know a a very heavily hispanic uh population so they really dive into the whole uh, dia de los muertos and all that so i'm checking that out and then at the end of the month of uh, October, I am going to the Northeast. I am going to Salem for Halloween weekend, Yay. and that should be a lot of fun. Very That's nice, super cool, dude. Very nice. Don't come back haunted. Oh yeah. shit, you're gonna become back like a Sarah. Uh, and you can check <laughs> us out at wearepodcast.podbean.com, where you can check out all the podcasts. Go to our social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and backslash We Are Podcast. And you can find us every Monday here for Camp Slash Horrorcast, where we talk horror movies from the past live on Twitch at 8 p.m. Central. Next week will be Jaws the Revenge with God. Noah Shark <laughs> Robertson. That's gonna be good. I cannot wait because I've always wanted to see this terrible movie. So <laughs> super excited. Guys, thank you so much for being here. As always, keep horror in your heart. Keep it in your heart. Very, very important to do so. And with that said, we will cut the feed. Thank you guys again. And there it is. Thank you again so much for checking out the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And sings, this is Camp Slash Horrorcast. If you want to check us out live, we will be on Twitch and YouTube every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time. You can find us at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you're going to love the other podcasts here on the We Are Podcast Network. We have We Are Air, where we talk movies, entertainment, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's me, that's Jake, and that's Javi. We're breaking down that pop culture 
and we're having so much fun. And don't forget to check out We Are Begoo, a video game podcast where we talk Atari to Steam and everything in between. That's me and Dr. Ethan Eastwood breaking down all that video game lore, Heroes, Jeros, A Dungeons, and Distractions side quests. Me and the boys were playing some D&D. You can start that one from Season 1, Episode 1. It's a blast the whole way through. And I hate being sober. Personal stories from epic people. I sit down with some of my favorite people of all time. We talk about their trials, their tribulations, and their journey this far. Also, check the links in the description for our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast network. With that said, hopefully we see you in the live stream.